I'm Dijan. Welcome to Tantra Love. Uh, this is a podcast for the spiritually curious. So if you like to reflect on Tantra, yoga, inner work, meditation, wellness and self-development, you may find lots of information, personal stories of practitioners and micro practices for you to experience, to look inward and do something good for yourself. Thank you for joining in. Let's talk a little bit about Svadhisthana chakra, the second chakra, the sacral chakra, the sexual chakra, uh, there are several names. Sacral is the most commonly used. We are going into the more subtle aspects and details of it before you start a yoga practice so that you can fine-tune uh, the effects, the, your observations, let's say, your integration. However, it's very important not to be so much driven by the expectation or by the mind and I'm highlighting this while talking about Svadhisthana because Svadhisthana's uh, primary characteristic is to copy like copying a state of being copying an idea copying a content and pasting it so uh, people who have a strong Svadhisthana have the tendency to easily grasp you know the main messages in a social context and pass it on as if it's theirs, as if it's coming from their heart. And it can be very, very convincing. Uh, so convincing that they really believe that they have uh, that, under that comprehension. Mm, that's why we have so many crazy new age uh, enlightened <laughs> or spiritually realized beings out there. It may be the case that they had a glimpse of something, that we had a glimpse of something and then uh, pr we pretend to be there, to pr pretend to have done the work, to have crossed the bridge. But actually, unfortunately, it's mostly our copycat characteristic. And when uh, the shit hits the fan, <laughs> when things get tough in life, or when you're confronted uh, with what you have inside beyond the masks, which usually happens in a relationship context when your buttons are poked, uh, or in a difficult life situation. So when you're in strain, your true colors show, basically, and that's what happens with Svadhisthana. That's why I'm also inviting you to a really non-reactionary way of observing yourself instead of make-believe kind of practice, because, yeah, that's the trick. Svadhisthana, it literally means the dwelling of yourself, your, your inner world, in a way, the dwelling of the subconscious, that's the chakra that manages all of our subconscious functions. Um, that's the chakra which basically builds the masks that we uh, carry in life. What do I mean by that? Uh, when I'm triggered in my emotions, I have a defense mechanism that my ego has established for me. I have my memories in the subconscious and uh, parts of myself, parts of my identity, act out to protect me. So a person may feeling threatened to be abandoned, for example, to be to not to be loved, uh, may uh, act out in form of fear or victim, like always playing the victim. That may be a mask or may act uh, out with anger, always attacking. When I see emotionality from my friend or partner or mother or whatever, 
I'm like, I feel threatened by it and I attack. Or um, it can be many different masks, you know, mask, mask of the seductress is the big Swadhisthana mask. And seduction, I don't mean only sexual seduction, although it definitely fits into that category. I also mean seduction by being nice, playing nice, being pleasant or being loving, you know, oh, I do so much for you when I don't ask anything in return, playing that game, but actually not meaning that game. So uh, crying crocodile tears is a very common expression for Swadhisthana and the symbolic element, uh, animal of Swadhisthana is crocodile, actually, like this always smiling face of crocodile while it bites you. So Swadhisthana has these mean aspects and has very beautiful aspects as well. And, it, and it's an important chakra to study because majority of us have, has, have a lot of energy in Swadhisthana. I personally have a lot of energy in Swadhisthana. Uh, we live in a juicy world, 75% water. We live in a juicy body, 75% water. And obviously the chakra that manages the water element, uh, resonates with the water element, rules. It's very rare, like the lower percentage of people have a dominance at higher levels of consciousness. And most of us, especially the ones who end up on a yogic path or on a spiritual path, are a bit more complex, have, have possibly the good karma, the good faith uh, to have a bit of awakening in other higher chakras as well, so that our consciousness, the filter of our consciousness, um, it takes us to also more expanded, higher levels. What do I mean by filter of consciousness? Chakras are basically like, I put the color of pink uh, eyeglasses and I see everything pink. I put red, I see everything red. That's how the chakra works as well. When I have the filter of Svadhisthana, this is how I perceive myself, life, uh, even my spiritual connection. And... Uh, Unfortunately, uh, the dominance of Swadhisthana uh, most of the time imitates rather than climbs up because it's the heavy, watery, sticky energy and it's not so easy to uh, make it evaporate. A bit easier than earth, uh, but still a long way to go. The chakras are connected to basic um, uh, plexus uh, in the body where the nerves um, and the glands and uh, basically important physical functions are located. It's not a random thing. And uh, yogis gave uh, them the name of the knots, uh, grantis. So each chakra is basically coinciding with a granti. And if that lock is open, then the energy can flow. So Svadhisthana, managing the reproductive organs, the lymph system uh, in that area, uh, like the Bartolin's gland and Skin's gland for women, uh, and the copper gland for men, uh, for the testes, uh, it's called the Varuna Granti. So if the Varuna Granti is open, then the energy can flow uh, through this part, and that's an uh, interesting piece of information. So now let's talk about how Svadhisthana manifests in the physical body. Uh, people with a strong Svadhisthana usually have a pale and soft and juicy skin. Uh, like uh, they look youthful, uh, uh, although maybe not super radiant, but uh, because of this pale uh, quality. Like big soft eyes, usually light colors are considered like blue velvet colors, green light green are considered as more Svadhisthana dominance. 
uh, whereas the, more, the firier it gets, the more dark the colors get. Mm, arched eyebrows, uh, this conic shape of face, um, thick lips, uh, which are also a bit pale, are typically Swadistana. When it comes to the more emotional and personality aspects, uh, Swadistana people are really good in social connectedness, although they can be at the conservative end, like uh, a bit cold, a bit conventional, uh, a bit like snobbish in a way. If the Swadistana is solar, they want to, masculine, they want to define the norms of that social convention. The more yin Swadistana, the more feminine Swadistana would want to become a part of that clique. In balance Swadistana, they would really have this ability to make people around them feel good about themselves. Uh, so the good part of that popularity is also if it's a balanced, not too masculine, not too feminine kind of uh, Swadistana, uh, people like being around these people because they are comforting. People with a good quality of Swadistana, with good quality of water, are naturally good healers, good therapists. It requires other insights as well, obviously, but that's a good ground, let's say. Another important quality of Swadistana worth mentioning is it's good in manifesting things. Like there is this magical quality of creating abundance, creating comfort, creating luxury. It was very interesting when I was doing my Swadistana tapas, like this committed practice on Swadistana, it, it was the weirdest thing. I was invited to the poshest parties or wherever I went, I was offered like I didn't pay, I didn't have to pay for anything. I didn't have to like, I, I was on yacht trips. I was on, like everything was manifesting in the highest comfort and luxury to me without me requesting. It was happening naturally. I was constantly being invited or uh, taking care of effortlessly. And that was really interesting. There was a lot of uh, luxury and comfort uh, more than uh, regular. Uh, that was manifesting in my life, and that's a Swadistana quality. Uh, also, it can manifest as this uh, magnetic power, the sensual, sensuous power that is very attractive to the opposite energy. I'm, I'm consciously not saying opposite gender, I'm saying opposite energy. Solar Swadistana would consciously use it, you know, like for seduction. And if a person doesn't have that quality and awakened, everybody can have that quality, but is not awakened, uh, can be very triggered by it. I met lots of, I do some femininity work as well, I actually quite a lot of femininity work as well, and I encounter women uh, who are very pissed off by other women who use their sensuality and sexuality. I'm not uh, suggesting we use that, because I think it's a very uh, mean mask to use those powers. Uh, and it needs to be handled with care. However, if we react so strongly against that, there is something to look at as well. It's a darkness of Swadistana as well. It's coming from the same source. It happens with, the, with men also, you know, men being triggered by handsome, flirtatious uh, men who are like uh, chick magnets, and they feel threatened, and they show it in a different way. This is Swadistana. This is the game of Swadistana. Swadistana plays. And you can use that quality as a 
play, because life is ultimately a game. It's a game of the feminine and masculine. It's a divine play. And if you use the refined, refined quality of Swadhisthana, it will make your life colorful. You will have more pleasure in life, yeah? in the food that you taste, in the talk that you have with a loved one, in, uh, in an environment that you are uh, subjected to. Like everything can turn into a pleasure and that pleasure can be really absorbed and even take you to higher states of consciousness. I did have Svadhisthana bliss in my practice, you know. I remember being absorbed by the sea swimming uh, or I remember being absorbed by a state of falling in love or, you know, the, the qualities that are generated by Svadhisthana can take you to bliss. There is a way to access the most refined levels through any chakra. However, uh, these lower three chakras are also coming with lots of traps and uh, we need to be mindful, we need to be aware and that trap of Svadhisthana around uh, seduction is the manipulation. Uh, strong Swadhisthana people have a lot of manipulative power. They manipulate their relationships to make it work for them. And usually it doesn't last because you cannot cover the sun with mud. Uh, eventually, uh, how far can you manipulate? You know, Eventually things will fall apart. Uh, but they can do it in a very masterful way. And of course, I mean, we pick our relationships according to the tests that we need in our life. Uh, so we may keep on falling again and again and again for that type of quality, that sticky quality of like puppeteering. Uh, or we may do that again and again in our relationships. Yeah, and we may not be even aware of it. It may feel natural, it may feel normal to us. And I have to say, the modern culture and all the information around relationships and life and what's important in life uh, that we are subjected to right now is not helping. I also experience it in me. The moment I uh, go into that mainstream type of information or exposure or so on, uh, my energy drops to that watery, heavy part and you can easily notice it in yourself. Like the emotions that are coming up are more sticky, more heavy, more romantic. Uh, so the quality changes. There are more cravings. There is more need for instant gratification. Oh, I need something to make me feel good. Be it, uh, okay, let's do some online shopping. Or let's watch uh, an episode of this or that. You know, I need an instant gratification. I need to be fulfilled. There is a void in me and I need to fill it in. No such thing. That's the Svadhisthana filter. And we need to be very aware of that filter. Um, it's, it's a delicate balance, embracing that good quality, but at the same time being very mindful when it starts overwhelming and, pre and uh, deepening your masks and preventing you from connecting to your uh, self. Thank you for listening to my podcast on Tantra Log. Please subscribe if you like this content and feel free to share it with your friends and loved ones. See you at our next talk.